On this episode of Movie Stalkers, we're talking Knives Out. We're also doing our top three favorite weapons, or guns, lasers. It gets weird. You'll see. Enjoy the show. I just hope my wire fighting team is ready! guys welcome into movie stalkers episode seven i'm here with thomas i like turtles <laughs> cody hello and nick yo what up guys what's up happy sunday people so tommy went snowboarding recently uh, is that correct uh recently yeah how was that uh awesome they don't have all the lifts open yet though still every everything at sugar Bowl should be opening Tomorrow they're opening like the whole Disney side and everything. Got it. How much snow was up there when you went? Uh, they did. It was like twenty-four inches, I think, is what they had, and then it just did. They just did another fifteen inches in twenty-four hours. And they're making and they're making a ton of a uh, ton of the fakey snow. You just go by yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what my favorite thing to do that uh, cool, Joanne dude. showed me when you go snowboarding. You bring like two or three cores lights, and then on your first run, you just like shove them in the snow somewhere and like a good chill spot. And then over the next couple of runs, you just uh, drink them, fucking chill, or whenever you want to fucking grab them. It's the best. Why cores? Highly light? recommend it. Because the fucking good mountains question. are blue, dude, and you're in the mountains. Have you guys snowboarded? So you drink the shittiest beer. I mean, I guess if you're a beer snob, I guess. If there's alcohol in it, I'll drink it. What if there's alcohol in pee? <laughs> then I'm drinking the pee. <laughs> and if it's your pee, Nick, I'm drinking it. I don't even care. Would you really? Alcohol. Like, what it, like, hey, so no right, right now, if you guys have to drink Coors Light, Bud Light, what are you taking? Coors Light. Oof. Coors Light. Bud I'm Light. throwing them at whoever gave <laughs> I'm it to throwing me. it the first. <laughs> but, I'll, but I'll take a Budweiser over a, a Coors Banquet. I'd take a Miller Lite over all three of those. Ooh, Miller Lite. Well, we didn't say Miller Lite. No, didn't. It makes you sophisticated. Miller Lite's, Miller Lite's pretty tasty. It's the champagne of beers. No, that's Miller High Life. That's Miller High Life, that's true. Yeah. How about that uh, Niners and Saints game? What a game. Dude, even if you don't like football, that was a fucking fun game to watch. What? Uh, who won? The Niners. Nice. Dude. It was the, guess what the score was, Cody? Two. Wait, wait. Let me give you some context. Okay, ready? Two. Okay. Two. <laughs> the, the two best, like some of the best, like you got Saints, which are top ten defense, and the Niners, which are like number two or one, debatably mm-hmm. number one. Um, mm-hmm. Offenses. Uh, you got like New Orleans top offense, Niners like what maybe top ten offense. Maybe I would yeah. say. Um, what was the final score? If you get it right on the head, Brad said he'd give you a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. Yeah, and I'll, well, drink, and I'll drink your five, four, three, two, one. You got to answer now. Yeah, what did Niners uh, score? Niners scored fourteen. <laughs> All right, and then let's three. go ahead and leave. I'll see you guys tomorrow. See you podcast. To Thank you very much. Oof, this final score was forty-eight to forty. 
45? 46. Was it or 46? Yeah, 90, so 94 points scored. Oh, dude, you built up how good their defenses were, so I thought I, you were insinuating it was going to be a low-scoring game. Right. <laughs> you fucker. Yeah, Don't get mad at but, me. Uh, you guessed. No, it it's sounds like mis- it was a good game. It's called misleading. Look it up. How is that misleading? I simply gave him the, the details of both teams, offensively and defensively. Fucking calm down, boy. I, I let him make his own decision. Are, are the Rams still winning right now? Yeah. They're kicking ass. They're taking names. Nice. 2012, two minutes left in the fourth. Kick right. names and take ass. No, it's eat ass. Oh, sorry. Eating pussy and kicking ass. <laughs> you guys ever listen to Wheeler Walker Jr.? <laughs> yeah. Shout out Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> F&A Cotton. <laughs> Fucking great song, dude. He's got some really good songs. He actually, he's like really talented too, which is funny because he's like such a parody of that genre but he is like actually a really good singer uh what are we doing uh about this whole wonder woman trailer uh fiasco why fiasco fiasco? it was so good it was such a good Uh, trailer i thought i i the second they showed the mall scene or whatever and it showed it in like the the straight 80s just brings me back to like strange it's like they're using the stranger things set yeah, they're like stealing the set. Um, I was literally going to ask you, what do you think the odds were there was a Russian base underneath that mall? <laughs> what if what if they like met up, like they just kind of cameoed, like they showed the kids like running off to the to like a like a mall or something like that? That'd be sweet. I'd probably make it better because I didn't think the trailer was good at all. I liked the music a lot. Ouch. You know what I will say. I, I I guess you're right, Brad. I said that the trailer was insane, but one of the issues I had with the trailer was like, you don't get to see like who I I don't watch Wonder Woman or know anything about Wonder Woman, but you don't right. really know who the the bad person. I mean, you know it's Kristen Wiig, but you don't know like what she is. They didn't show her at all, other than like one shot of her walking. Yeah, and I you're like okay, I guess she's end. a bad person. And yeah. they didn't even really use like any eighty shots. Like they use like okay. like you said the mall, but. Oh no! It didn't have an '80s feel. Like you mm. could totally just the clothes too. Yeah, but I mean, like overall, like a lot of the scenes, it didn't look like '80s. It just looked like a trailer shot today. Like yeah, but they had cool neon colors for the graphics. I didn't exactly I didn't get the sense that like Vietnam was still happening. Thank you. I did. Yeah, I did okay. like this. Um, the scene where she's like, "All of this is art," and he stares at the trash can, and she's like, "That's a trash can," and he was like, "Okay." That was a funny reference. <laughs> yes. Did you guys see the banana that was duct taped to a wall? Yeah, someone ate it. You see that? No. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> yeah, no joke. Look it up. Someone <laughs> fucking went in there and ate I it live people. on live oh, live God. on Instagram. There's still faith for humanity. <laughs> Wait, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> so some guy, some idiot who calls himself an artist decides to duct tape a banana Wait, to so, a black canvas. Yeah, so what's funny is uh, the and guy that the hungry did it artist. is actually like a well-known artist. Mm. And so he duct taped a banana to a wall and... Sold it cool. for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. It's called a. It's it was called like I said, the hungry dreamer. One hundred and twenty thousand or, or hungry artist. Excuse me. Yeah, one hundred and twenty. <laughs> so I don't really understand. Like I think someone bought it for one hundred twenty k, but like I said, that dude definitely went in there and ate the banana from the exhibit <laughs> live on Instagram and then got escorted out. So 
<laughs> Do you guys want to hear funny. a really dumb um, art art joke? Mm-hmm. So always. Uh, a, a guy goes to his doctor and he's like, "Hey, doc, like I haven't, I haven't shit in like a week. Like I just, I can't seem to shit." And he's like, "Oh, weird. Okay, well here, I'll give you these stool softeners. These you clear your ride out. You'll be good to go." <clears throat> week later, guy comes back and he's like, "Dude, I still haven't gone to the bathroom. Like I can't poop." And he's like, "Okay, well I got this this other stuff you can take. It's gonna it's gonna clean you up. You will you will shit." And he goes like, "It's gonna work no matter what." So he goes home a week later, comes back and he's like, dude, I still haven't pooped. And he's like, like, what's like, what do you like? What, I don't get what's like going on. And he's like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm an artist. And he goes, oh, shit. Here's 10 bucks. Go get some food. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Worst joke of all time, dude. I completely I I lost you. I started, I literally started going through my Facebook feed on my phone halfway through that because I was, I was like, this is just list. going too long. <laughs> great, I great, actually, great joke, Tom. I actually was wondering something. Um, Thomas, if you just decided today that you never wanted to poop, could you just not poop or would it just eventually just come out of your butt? You would die. Yeah, your you, stomach you, would explode. You could hold your poop until you died or would it just come out eventually? If you took enough uh, shit to constipate you, you could die. It's called impaction. It's a real thing. You have to go in and cut people's rectums to get the poop out. Oh. Poop Cody, out. Cody, my mom employed a guy that, <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't poop for that didn't poop for like glad to see men think, getting jobs like a week. Out there. And it turns out <laughs> and he, like he didn't have a feeling that he needed to poop. And it turns out that he was literally like pooping inside of himself. He had no idea. Inside and, like, of himself. Yeah, like he like had a torn like something that the poop was just like going just in large, him. Yeah, so he got he got super sick and had to go to the hospital. And they like cut him open and yeah, he just like straight up pooped all over his organs. It's like super healthy. That's called sepsis. I did How do you clean that out? I did have a patient the other day. That I was like, when was your last bowel movement? And it, he was like, oh, it was uh, like November 25th. And I was like, okay, so it's been like 10 days. He's like, yeah, but that's my normal. And I was like, what? Hey. Like, Do you want stool softeners? He's like, no. We're like, okay, so this guy poops three times a month. Apparently he poops three times a month. And I was doing the math and I was like, so this guy only shits 36 times a year. That's not a lot of bathroom time. What the hell, dude? Oh, <laughs> it was no. just so nonchalant. I was like, so you poop every... T-? I was like, you have a bowel movement every 10 days? And he's like, yeah, that's my norm. <laughs> I just like to imagine a world where, like, some girl's confessing her feelings to Thomas. And she's just like, and I just feel like this. And Thomas is just like, you know some people only shit 36 times a year. <laughs> you think you're having a bad day. This guy shit 36 times in 2019. <laughs> Speaking of poop, have you guys ever seen the... Harry Potter kind of cover up on poop. I don't know where uh, you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. Nope. All right. I'm Go ahead, Brad. It. I'm going to send ahead. it in the feed right now. All right. We'll in circle the feed? back to that. Yeah, we'll circle back. Thomas, um, oh, go ahead. T- tell me about this white elephant uh, scheme of yours. Oh, so here's my idea. I think the four of us should do uh, Amazon Prime and Chill White Elephant where all 
um, set it up to where um, you know you know how it's like supposed to be like you're not supposed to know who's getting the gift for you. So I'll set it up and everything. But I was thinking we'll do a like a twenty dollar limit Amazon Prime. Um, we'll buy it and it'll ship to the person and. We'll open up the white elephant thing, and we'll do a Christmas special. We'll do it while we're while we're uh, streaming and recording. Wait, I can dig it. Okay, so we're gonna choose. Yeah, just like a live white elephant. Oh, like of what each other? Well, okay, deal. I get Cody though. Well, it has to be random. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Deal. I get Cody. (laughs) Okay, sounds good. (laughs) I just already got Cody a gift, so they would make sense. Gotcha. Okay, oh, wow. But you told me what it is. <laughs> I didn't know you were Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. Um, Brad's just jealous that I didn't get him anything. I'm a little, I'm a little butthurt. Okay, lie. fine. I'm be a little <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get at least a little bit of that of Snickers. <laughs> so how about a Juice World? Hmm. Sad. Yeah. Thing. That's crazy. I was just talking to uh, Shauna and, and Zach about that today. It's like artists that I like just killed themselves. Like Avicii, big fan, uh, mm. big fan of Juice World, big fan of uh, well, the XXX Temptation. Definitely, uh, his was a little different. But oh, dude, and, and Little People's like your idol, right? No, I'm not a big fan. I, I thought you were like obsessed with him. Actually, no. I like Juice World a lot. So. Before we continue down this path of Juice World and Brad talking, um, Cody has the worst taste in music that you can possibly <laughs> have. He listens to like every rap song ever, and it's just okay to say that there's some rap that's just not good. But Cody likes it all. It doesn't matter. Like there's a rap song or any song, and Cody's like, "Yeah, this song's good." That that's just like his views on music. It's it's just he just listens to the craziest, weirdest shit like Lil Windex and Lil Peep and Lil Xan. Just terrible Dude, Lil Windex actually has some fucking really good songs. You know who else you should check out that you would fucking hate? Is uh Is Tom McDonald. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should check out Tom McDonald as well. You, you should brother, go to YouTube and type that in right now, Nick, and tell me what, what your first thoughts are. Absolutely not. <laughs> I refuse. But thanks, thanks for the love, man. I love music. Poor Juice World, dude. Does this mean Brad's allowed to talk now, Nick? Yeah, Brad, you're allowed. Sorry, you're off timeout. You can talk about Juice, whatever his name is again. Whatever, however, he's important to this. Juice World, he's really good. Molly, but for reals though, that's exactly what what Zach and I talked about. Uh, Zach's my brother. For everyone listening, anyways, uh, just the fact that he was probably always on something, which is why his music sounds just like that. So he was leaning. He was always sipping on some lean. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, his music was, like, inspired by drugs. And, I mean, he talked about it a lot in his music. So it's not a surprise, like, what happened. When I saw, like, Juice World dead, I was like, oh, fuck, drugs. Like, yeah, from every secure. song he had was either about, like, Percocets or Molly. And, I don't know, I feel like... Cocaine and codeine. Yeah, and, like, honestly, like, this, like, new generation of rappers, like, everyone, like... Mac Miller, you know, freaking little peep, you know, like all these guys die and everyone's like, so sad. We lost another one. And yeah, it's sad. Like these guys are talented, but also like listen to the fucking shit they're talking about. Like 
They're all rapping about doing drugs nonstop. Literally, like every song Juice World had was like either about being on Percocets, Molly, and it wasn't just him, you know, all these rappers. And it's like, it's no surprise that, yeah, drugs like kill these guys. And so it's like either, you know, take it with a grain of salt and you like the music and you like the drugs and deal with it. It's kind of... It's kind of like all the rock stars dying from heroin in the exactly. like, 70s and 80s. Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking the same but, thing. But they weren't like singing songs about injecting heroin yeah. like, after they got off stage. I push heroin <laughs> into my veins and then I die! Right? Can you imagine if like that's what <laughs> fucking <laughs> Motley Crue's songs were about? Right. I am going to say, though, that I kind of have to poop right now. And I'm trying to think of like how long I could go if I actually had to hold my poop in. Like, as long as physically <laughs> if I had a gun to your head and said, you poop, you're dead. I'd hold How long? My, what if I shit myself? Because I'm scared. <laughs> well, then you're dead. How long I could go holding my poop in? I'll, uh, I'll go as long as I can. I'll keep no, just go in. poop now. <laughs> no, I'm holding it in. I'm committed. <laughs> no. I'm committed to I don't want that in the back of my head <laughs> when you're talking. But I know you have to poop. So, Tom, how many times did you work last week? Uh, three. I feel like this in... is going towards some dick t- Oh uh, yeah, we're 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 full on dick talk right now. So with what we said, which was I think if we if we were to replay last podcast, it was three and a half or four. No, it was probably four and a half, and I think I we all agreed that it was going to be under. Yeah. How many dicks did you touch? Did you keep track over the last three days? It was it was under four dicks. Um, mm. I I only I only got two, but mm. uh, one I think I told you guys. Like I think his uh, ball sack counts as another dick because it was explain. so swollen. Well, yeah, you decide, size, Nick. It was, a, you have it was to the size over it was the size. Of oh, you want me to decide? Well, mm-hmm. I said under. Um, so either way, I'm so fine. But Nick, Nick. Um, that's one dick, Tom. We're gonna count that as a single, single dick. So <laughs> you, you, had, you had two. Two. How swollen was it? I told you his his balls were the size of a mango. It was kind of weird. Is that some more prostate shit? Uh, no, that was just because he was drinking a shit ton of water and had an infection. It's called cellulitis. Uh, Oof. But, uh, I thought cellulite yeah. was what women get when they're fat. That's cellulite, not Jesus cellulitis. Mm. <laughs> hey, man, women can get too. But, uh, you think I Nick did, has it? I did, I did get to do the, uh, the good old condom catheter. Condom uh, catheter, huh? Mm-hmm. It's become my staple, you know. Just like heard, he has a dick. He's heard that word before. So, Tom, do you guys have a pain scale of zero to ten with like happy faces, like Kaiser does? Mm-hmm. Really? So, where on that? So, if everyone doesn't know, a zero on that on the pain scale is like a smiley face. It's just a normal emoji smiley face. And then, like as you continue to uh, <laughs> progress up through the the pain scale, you get to like a really like painful face at ten. So, with that being said, Tom. Where from zero to ten on the pain scale would you put this condom catheter that someone needs to inject into their penis? What what pain is that? No, this is the one you put over their over their penis. Okay, but what's the? Is there any pain? Nothing uh, goes inside. Depends. Yeah, on I was thinking something goes in. There shouldn't be any, any pain with that one. I mean, if you're a weirdo and you like it, you might even be at a negative. But is, uh, there's not there's not like a rod that goes inside. No, if we're talking the real catheter, the. Uh, Fully catheter. I'm gonna. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. They they don't have an emoji face for that one because it's kind (laughs) of like it's its own thing. It's kind of like the face you make when like your girlfriend's trying to put a finger in your butt and you're like, I like it, but I, 
ah, I don't. And you're kind of like, yes. and you're like, just let it happen. And, but you're like, oh, it's because it's a little rapey. You know, you're like, okay, I'm going to hold your dick. And I'm going to shove this in. So like a four out of ten. Yeah, like a four point five. It's between like the unhappy face and the kind of like and the kind of like the like whoa, this could feel kind of cool. Like you're at the hmm. kinky stage. Yeah. So put in a, with putting a, put a catheter in his kind. I of just like want to compare that, that in the relationship. So, how would you compare catheter pain, fully catheter pain, to a woman dropping hot candle wax on your body? What is hotter, or what not hotter, but what is more painful? What spot are they dropping oh, the I, wax I, on? I, I it doesn't matter. Wa- I haven't had. Yeah, the wax it definitely on, matters. I definitely say the catheter. Wow. See, it doesn't matter, Brad. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Does it matter to you, Brad? Whatever. Would you rather? Would you rather have? I hot mean, wax? I'd rather like you dro- drop hot wax like on my. I would never hand. drop hot wax on you. Thanks, Nick. I guess that makes you a good friend. I'd rather you drop it like on my hand, anywhere in my arm, like not on my stomach or chest or face. If you have the choice, Nick, between hot wax and the good old dick catheter you should choose the wax i would choose the wax but unfortunately. If it was wax and where would you like the, the catheter? wax if i got to choose anyway. anywhere yeah I'd probably you have like... to choose three spots three okay choices. my my elbow that's a very good spot um my yep. f- uh yeah probably both knees no, yeah. yeah, I win. Knees is Le- one. Stupid. Nope. No, nope. what do you mean knees is one? I got two of them. You said it's, elbow the word, the as word one, knees. and the, then yeah, knees elbow. became two? Because I only wanted on one elbow. I well, didn't say both. You should have said... <laughs> Are you left-handed or right-handed? Uh, I'll let you figure that out Nick, when you pour wax Makes on a lot of sense, okay. <laughs> on to the next stop. Where would your third spot be? Probably lower back. Tramp stamp? Yeah, I'd probably just just try to try to have some fun with it at that point. Hit it right here, baby. I mean, just like kiss, honestly, it, it. I don't oh, know yes. if there's a, a better spot because I wouldn't want it on my like stomach or my chest. That sounds miserable. That, that'll be our topic today. <laughs> Top three places to get hot wax poured on you. <laughs> Actually, that's funny because I, I have exactly three places where we can do that. Do you think top of your head would hurt? Oh yeah. Not just like me. the bottom of your feet. I don't have any hair there. <laughs> what does that have to do with the pain of, of hot wax on your head, dude? And then what about your nose ring, Tom? Where are you at with that? Nose How's the process? Nose, nose piercing, asshole. It's, it's, yeah, it's not a ring yet. It's not a hookah. It's a healing, and it doesn't. It hasn't evolved to that yet. <laughs> it doesn't hurt to touch anymore. Oh, that's good. That's a good uh, step. Yeah. So you can, like, officially grab a full-on bogey out of your mouth and be just fine. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So now it only hurts to touch my dick. Still looking into that. Going to go to the doctor next week. The nose piercing's doing great. And then yeah, just check, and you rest. probably want to make sure that you don't wait longer than a week to get that checked. I feel like you should wait, like, maybe five hours to get that checked. Yeah, should have bought out. Everyone knows you can cure AIDS if you drink enough orange juice. That's, That's what Magic Johnson strong, said. Thomas, you know what Nitro Circus is, right? Absolutely. You know the Still Gonna Send It guy? Yeah. <laughs> they have an episode on YouTube where he like goes to their ranch and they fucking party. It's hella funny. So, you kissed an Uber driver, Tom? Yeah, just what? I just driver. saw just that. My Uber driver. Is that the one who stole your phone? Uh, yep. 
Guy or girl? Don't do that. <laughs> no. Thomas was but drunk. seriously, though, so he like... got her number and gave it to Cody. So now Cody also has her number. So why 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 did you that's, choose such a that's, great that's, that's, that's um, all you, choice? That's all you need to know, Nick. That's all you need to know. No. No, we're diving into this. Are you kidding me? That's you, you, you. This person was in your life for maybe fifteen minutes, if you include the hail, as in the time between them coming to you and you getting into the vehicle. Um, did you? Well, you're hailing an Uber, right? You're like calling it over to you. He's Anyways, over here. Um, <laughs> what? I don't get it. She like, how did? How did you? Did you start talking to her, and then that turned into like, oh my god, I'm going to steal your phone? Well, yeah, I called an Uber for <laughs> me and all my roommates, and then they all go out to the Uber, and I go inside. And then I went inside. Those drunk Madison. assholes were like, oh, it's an we'll iPhone just leave. 10. And so they left, and I had to get another Uber driver X. alone. It's cool, though. He was a nice guy. She was a nice girl. <laughs> sure she was. He was a nice guy. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to get a, just trying to get a little slap and tickle. <laughs> just a little slap and pickle. Thought be it was beautiful. Right I finished in you, you finished on the floor. We came at the same time. <laughs> I knew the whole time. <laughs> One of the things I sent to uh, Thomas and Cody, and maybe we'll have to uh, add you to uh, a thread as well, Brad. We'll, we'll have a movie stalkers Instagram thread. Anyways. Um, it was a tweet from KB No Swag. That oh, was the shit. guy's Twitter handle. Yeah, it's Barstool. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, he put, my girlfriend was in a horrid mood because someone <laughs> stole her brand new uh, $2,799 MacBook Pro. So I bought her chicken and waffle fries with the money I made from pawning it and let her touch my dick and balls and now she's good as new. That's all it takes, fellas. <laughs> I, I absolutely love that uh, <laughs> love that tweet. I like the the very lot. Just that's all it takes, fellas. Yeah. Uh, who is that? You, Nick? That you're obsessed with the BuzzFeed? Oh my God! Yeah. So yeah, what's going on with that? Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, BuzzFeed has these stupid videos with uh, this Asian guy and this other dude. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure not if they're porn, right? Huh? No. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, I'm not sure if that one of them are gay. I assume one of them are. Anyways, they're really funny to watch as far as like from a um, viewer standpoint. But essentially, they, they compare food from a cheap dollar value all the way to, to a more expensive value. So like, let's say a $5 cheeseburger to a $50 cheeseburger. And they'll have like three different ways. Anyways, I'm absolutely obsessed because I love food. I, I'm obsessed with them. They're, they're super awesome videos. That's That's all I wanted to say. What's it called? Um, just do like a $7 cheeseburger versus $25 cheeseburger. That's one of their videos. Um, so and they, they just compare go... like different ones? Yeah. And they travel like all over the world and do all sorts of different. That's like, actually like. Steak. Yeah. That's actually like a cool idea. Cause totally you know, awesome, cool idea. I know like I've definitely eaten at restaurants before where it's like way overpriced. And then we all have those restaurants we've been at where it's like, why? Is this like only ten dollars? This food's amazing. Yeah. Have you guys ever uh, heard of binging with Babish on YouTube? No, but I'm interested. No. It's just like this short cooking show. He does like five to ten minute long episodes where he cooks things from uh, like shows and comic books and movies and stuff like that, <clears throat> like famous things that people make in there. You know, he cooks it's actually really good. Books? 
definitely recommend it. I'm sorry, Cody. You said he cooks comic books. <laughs> Are they good? Who's better, Marvel or DC? I mean, if oh, you're I would talking eat movies, a Marvel comic book all day over eating yeah. a DC comic book, dude. More color. I have no desire to watch any X Games anymore. Like every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I could do that. And that's about where that goes. Now that Sean White isn't a thing, like where did the X Games go? Like, is that that's even a thing anymore? Like, they kind of died once Red Bull came out, right? I feel like internet killed X Games, which is like the opposite of what should have happened. But like, I watched a big all, ramp. We've seen it. So why do we need to see it on live TV? I watched a big ramp contest the other day of skaters. And yeah, that was Disney Plus, and you were watching Brink. Uh, absolutely, actually. No. Um. Anyways, is that on there? Fuck. Yeah, it is, and it's excellent. I watched it again. Uh, we loved it. I, yeah, that's a ten out of ten in my book. Um. But either way, dude, X Games. Holy shit! I watched someone go down the big ramp like five times, and it was a jam sesh, twenty-five minute jam sesh, whatever that means. Um. And I wasn't impressed with like the guy that won. He did like some twelve sixty. I guess snow snowboarding just makes skateboarding look so less like cool a great title for a porno 25 minute jam sesh wow i like where you're going with that but then again porn's kind of like the x games for me i'm always like i could do that but with like snowboards nowadays dude guys are pulling off nutty tricks it can like skateboarding's not even close <laughs> to that so it it blows my mind that like skateboarding's even in style cody the fact that you skateboarding i think is so lame I'm not a skateboarder. I'm not a fan of skateboarding whatsoever. But I do like Nigel Houston when he does his Brian, tricks. Brian and Cody like the skateboarding, though. Damn. Yeah, I'm not a skateboarder. I, uh, you gotta be so mean to skateboarding. Yeah, it's I not think a fan. you have Can never you really like... gotten into it. So you've never, like, progressed in the sport and then understood how difficult it is. And, like, then when you watch street skating and you watch the people at that top level do those tricks down those insane fucking sets like the fucking 20 yeah. stairs and down these handrails and, those and 25 minute jam sessions i was 25 minute fucking jam sessions dude completely disagree know? i think i think i'm so I excited that it's gonna be in the olympics tricks. yeah but nick your favorite sports what like golf like that's, they're just so opposite like i get why you don't like skateboarding because uh, it's just my like, favorite sport is probably football yeah see like team sports that's no wonder you don't you don't get extreme you're just not extreme it's okay i mean <laughs> Okay. Not, I mean, to your point, then you should be like the best ping pong extreme. player in the world. So let's go play some ping pong and settle this like men. Or as the Chinese call it, ping pong. <laughs> Are you still playing ping pong at your new job now? Uh, yeah, I get about an hour in a day. I it's... think that curling's the men, the toughest sport mentally because the fact okay, that wait, right now, who here likes curling? Because I think curling is one of the funnest things to watch. I it's love like curling. Watching chess, but more intricate. It's like chess. I love curling. Yeah, anything that's more of a touch, like it requires a lot of touch. Like skateboarding requires no skill, no touch. Oh I, I don't see how anyone okay. likes skateboarding. It just requires some skinny, what small guy. What are you guy. talking about, Nick? <laughs> I'm just doing that I... to trigger you, dude. I'm just <laughs> talking so to make you yell. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we hang out, I'm gonna bring a skateboard and be like, hey, "No, I know how difficult ollie. it is." The, about the, <laughs> I know, okay, I, know I can ollie. I know you're totally joking. You I'm, know how far I I can get about. I probably can't ollie. I've never been able to ollie. I think that's that's where I got to. Like I went down like a very like a let's say if if you're flat, you have a flat surface. Like imagine two degrees less than a flat surface. That's about 
how fast I've ever gone down something. And then when I tried to ollie and I like flew off the board like four times, I was like, all right, I'm good. Fuck this sport. Well, the thing about ollieing is that you have to like be able to like jump first to be able to ollie. So I ended up just getting a fucking scooter instead and was like, yeah, I'm scootering around. I think Check out my sweet wheelie bar. Cody went with this joke is you can't get off the ground. No, I understand. I just completely ignored what he said. Is that because gravity's pulling you down? So there was definitely well, the times news, that I was on my news, scooter. The good news is, Nick, no matter how fat you are, scientifically, 9.8 meters per second is the fastest you can get pulled out like that. <laughs> per second, so, per second. Yeah. There's not like a, a there's yeah, there's not like a Nick fat that like changes that that uh formula. It's nine point eight meters per second. So you know how skateboarders, like when they grind on something, they have like the cool grind looks underneath the board? Like sometimes what I would do with my my scooter is I would literally rub it on the curb <laughs> and be like, Oh yeah, I totally grinded when I was like eight or nine. <laughs> And they'd be like, oh, sweet, let's see. And then I'd be like, uh, you can't right now. I can't, my mom, my mom called me. This isn't my right scooter, so. This is like one of my burner scooters. First time I've done that in a month, guys. Come on. Yeah. Or they'd be like, everyone would ollie, even on the scooters. And I'd be like, yeah, and like put a foot on the ground and kind of like jump and be like, yeah, ollie, go. So enough with skateboarding. Guilty is charged with the skateboarding. Um. So the new Rick and Morty that's out. Let's talk about season four real quick. Yeah, best season, Amazing. best season that they've had so far. Or no, sell me on it, dude. Mister Poopy Butthole as a heist accomplice. Are you kidding me? Amazing. I, mean, I, I don't seen, think there could be a better accomplice. I've seen four Maybe. episodes. Okay, so is that out on Hulu yet or no? No, I don't think so. But what I will say <laughs> is that. Episode or season four, episode one might be the best episode in all of Rick and Morty. Really? What are you What are you watching it on? Are you just buying the episodes? Uh, no, I've got my mom's thing for Adult Swim. Shout out my mom, um, so Thank that God I can you're not watch. Fascist. Yeah. Is your mom fat too? Um, <laughs> she's, she's not actually. I wish. No, just my dad and I are really fat. That's okay. We like high five each other about it. There may be listeners that don't fat. know. Adults. There may be listeners right? that don't know that Thomas used to be fat. Very fat. The glory days. Okay, he'll come back one day, maybe. You never know. I hope so. No, I don't miss fat Thomas. I do. We'll, we'll start a GoFundMe so we can start raising money for me to eat more and get fat. <laughs> Would you actually? If if we. It, I know how popular we're getting, but if we got enough people to actually contribute. <laughs> would you do would you actually gain weight like if we all opened up a gofundme specifically for, designed around you eating would you do it <laughs> i would literally donate a hundred dollars a month <laughs> <laughs> uh, thomas be real would you do that I like if, we, if could, yeah. your goal was like 275 yeah there's a gofundme funding me for it yeah i'll get fat would you really like 275 yeah. though would you get to like that high like super fat i'd stay under 300 <laughs> That's not what I asked. I said if we if we like legitimately come out and we're like, okay, Thomas is trying to get fat. He weighs this. He's not going to do it himself because that's terrible for you. But he would actually like take the money that we give him to go eat. Do we get to choose the meals that you eat? Um, I mean, if you want to, you could. Like, you have to go to McDonald's and have like 
four four uh, large fries. No, I don't want to make him like gain bad weight. Well, what kind of weight is he going to gain? Jars of peanut butter. No, he's not about to get like all big and muscular. No, I I want him like huge fucking fat couch (laughs) potato, dude. I I want to eat like seven bags of chips a day. No, there's already one fat person on this podcast. We're good. Yeah. (laughs) Who's that guy? Hmm. Uh, He broke his chair last week. Start start the GoFundMe, Nick, and see what happens. Okay. All right. I'll I'll probably won't start it. But if we get to a point where we eclipse like I don't know where we're at, like a million listeners. I think we're almost there. Uh, I'll definitely consider. Totally. It. Okay, at a million listeners, yeah, I'll do it. You guys <laughs> are here. That could come back to bite so. you. So, oh my I god, know. dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna cultivate mass. Cultivating. I'm cultivating mass, bro. I'll carry around a uh, trash bag full of chimichangas. Fight milk made from real crows. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else that we want to add before we talk about the stupid movie that we watched? How about a vibe check for Nick? Vibe check for what type of vibe are you specifically referring to? Bad your attitude, dude. Just yeah. fucking calling that movie out like that, man. Whoa, chill, dude. I'll give you. I'll give you how I feel about it here in a minute. If we're already it's there, like I'm not. But we're not there yet. Touching your aura. All right, Knives let's out. get into it, guys. Knives Out, directed by Ryan Johnson. Mm. No spoilers to start. Yeah. Not going to give anything away. We'll give those away later on in the episode. But for now, uh, we'll let Tom Tom uh, go ahead and kick things off. It was a really good murder mystery movie. Kind of, for some reason, reminded me of Clue, just like the video game. I uh, know the video game, the board game, sorry. Uh, I thought it was awesome. And it kept you. And it was one of those movies where. You were intrigued the whole time because you're trying to figure out what the heck is going on and did a lot of backflashes and stuff, so you kind of get confused. And But I really liked that at the very end that it was one of those movies where everything came together and made sense. And you like got a definitive answer of what was, what was going on. But you know, it was cool and had me guessing the whole time, and I kept changing my mind on who I... I had my... In the very beginning when I saw it, uh, like once you get all this quote-unquote suspects i was like okay i think it's this person and so i i picked um can i say who i picked that's not a spoiler so no oh okay well i picked one person and i stayed with that person <laughs> all the way through yeah and it, like i kept on like change be like no i think it's this person no it's this person no i i liked it yeah i agree they definitely did a good job at the beginning of setting up uh motives for all of the characters so you you know you're like hmm like who's the strongest and one thing that I really liked about the movie, um, which is like the most spoilery thing that I'll say, is that they tell you some like pretty key plot points early on that make you start to think, oh, you like you know what's happening, and they're just telling you like how everyone else finds out about it. But then it like blows your mind throughout the movie and like has twists all the way down to the very end reveal, which uh, kept me interested. I thought it was really good. I was following along the whole time, and the scenery, the you know the house and the music. Um, I really liked the house. It was like a puzzly type of old. Uh, Victorian, I guess, is what you would call it, but it added to the to the movie. I think the house was a big part of it. A great movie. Brad's gonna have to cut that out. Yeah. Come on, bro. Come on, Tom. I think the first thing the movie was. Nick, what did you think? Uh, so I uh, really liked the movie actually, um, from beginning to end, regardless of the criticism I got moments ago from uh, people I won't name. Uh, anyways, uh. <laughs> 
the movie was really good. I just like like I had a lot of fun with it. I guess you can say like it was fun to start. Though I must say that like three quarters in, we you started to get like the real kind of picture, right, of like everything that was going to go on. And um, I think from then on, uh, they could have you know wrapped things up a little better. But all in all, um, I like the movie. I just thought that the the ending. Um, irritated me a bit and uh yeah that's where that lies you think they dragged it out no i think that they they didn't know how to end it um i think that they like they wrote the whole script out and then they like got all the way through and they're like shit like is this really how it ends i just felt like there could have been more or like um a, a better reason all in all i would say to to the way to the way things ended besides the way it was I don't know. I just always expect things to be grander than they are, especially if it's like a movie where, like, I want it to be at the very end where I'm literally like, "Holy shit, mind that blew blown. my mind!" Yeah. yeah, and I didn't, and I did not get that feeling at the totally end of this movie. Agree. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead, Brad. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. A good point. So for me, Knives Out, I liked it. I thought it was well shot. Uh, all the cinematography was awesome. As far as the movie goes, like. I was in because it was like a murder mystery, but I'm not going to like rewatch this again. The acting I, was great though. No, they, they were all good. Like, yeah, everyone did a fucking good job in this movie. And I think like everyone was awesome in this movie. I feel like this movie was like trying to sell me on like being like an amazing movie. And it was just an okay movie. The way everything came to be, it was cool. It was a good movie. It wasn't amazing. It didn't shock me. A lot of like the points where I was like, oh, this is like where they're going to go. They took the same plot where I knew they were going to go, like with the f- and everything like that. Spoiler. Fuck. Um, <laughs> no, that's all right. But yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. One of the things that uh, kept it interesting, though, was the acting and how, how good it was. Like, you know, it's not like you, you see anything. It's, you know, we, I go back to our Terminator and we watch Terminator compared to this and it's like Terminator you feel like you're watching a play or a movie like with this movie, you feel like you're getting like an experience. Um, yes. You know, like true. the actors know what they're like. You, you, you're almost there. I should say like in the presence of people when they do such yeah. a good job. Um, the, the thing that I uh, kind of like Cody had also said is uh, how it was kind of like based around that house. I did like that. Most of the movie was like in that house, just kind of being like, Hey, we're all here. Let's figure it out before we, like anyone leaves kind of. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that movie was based around that house and kind of everything that was happening in it and based off of everyone's different perspectives and where they were during this part when this happened and what they heard at that part of the house when this happened. And I just, I, I liked that the house was kind of a, a huge part of it. And then, yeah, I, that's a great the point. Ma- the ma- major, major scene of the movie was the, was the house. Yeah, I can't wait till we get to the uh, spoiler section of this because I definitely have a great topic that um, we can dig into. But is there anything else that we wanted to talk about the non-spoiler section or did we want to just move right along? Should we give our scores now before before we get into the spoiler section? So if anyone yeah. wants to see it, then, Switch it yeah, up. I think that makes sense. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Um, well, I haven't started, so I'll just start this time. Um, I think all in all, it was a... a good movie would i would i watch it again like would i erase my memory and watch it again sure yeah i'd, I'd watch it again but would i watch it for a second time probably not no um so it, it got a solid uh seven from me right on the dot uh that's that's where i see it 
I'll follow right up with Nick because I give it the same score, a 7. I was debated on giving it like a 7.5 because it is a well-made movie because of that. Like I wanted to rate it higher, but I don't think it's an amazing movie. And I think it's a movie in five years no one will remember. So it is 7. I couldn't agree more with either of you. I think uh, it almost like deserves two scales. Its quality was, you know, upwards of eight, nine around yes. there. But yeah. the, the as you said, the rewatchability, like I just I know what happens. I know all the characters and all the twists. I'm not going to I don't have a desire to watch it again, but it, uh, it was good. I'll, I'll give it a seven five as well. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and <laughs> give it the highest score. I gave it an eight just because it was like everything that I everything that awesome. I wanted out of a movie and everything that I like in a movie. Like I was intrigued. I enjoyed it from start to finish. There was nothing that I know Nick probably because you're more critical of stuff like that. You'll, when we talk to the spoilers, you'll probably get to something like, well, this kind of ruined it and stuff, blah, blah, blah. But I no. just, there, was, there was no point in the movie where I was like, that was stupid or this is retarded or that was that was overly done like it didn't there was nothing over the top which i really enjoyed just like the movie seemed to like it knew what it was it wasn't trying to be something it wasn't not like over the top in this over the top in that it was just a freaking murder mystery that i freaking like it i'm gonna watch it again because i love the acting and i just i couldn't find anything bad in it like it's not that it was like oh my god such a great movie but i couldn't find something that i didn't like in that movie that's what I want in a movie. It's I want start to finish. It was just as good to begin as it was was at the end. Yeah, and like that is like what I love about movies is I literally text you when you said like, "Hey, going in the movie," and I said like, "You're gonna love it." I can see you like rewatching this movie a lot. Is that's like the best thing about movies is like you know everyone has their own kind of movie types. And I, I, I knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, Thomas is going to love this movie and he's like going to rewatch it a bunch of yeah. times. He literally texted me that. He's like, he said, you're going to love it and you're going to rewatch it. And spot on. I love that it started out with uh, finding the dead body. I don't watch a whole lot of murder mystery movies, but that was you know, a pretty right, cool way to start right, it out. Cut right to the chase, yeah. I would yeah. say cut that that's right pretty... to the cut throat. Yeah, it's more like Alfred Hitchcock kind of style which obviously he's famous but um <laughs> where they they you know have you thinking since the very beginning and have you kind of continue your own thought process during while the movie's going on which is really fun yeah it was good start out seeing the dead guy and uh goes right. on from there it's <laughs> okay can we officially talk about some spoilers yeah we're jumping in spoilers now Okay, I've got a couple things written down that Sorry, we're going to talk about for a while. So someone else someone else can go first, and then we can talk about what, what I've got. Um, let's just start off with who did you get from the very beginning? Who was your first suspect? Mine was the nurse from the very beginning. I was like, she's the one that killed him. What was her name? Marta? Yeah. yeah. First one. Mine was... Suspects, I was like, it's her. Mine was the... Uh, the first lady you see, whatever, however she's related to him, she's not in it for very long. The chick in the pink suit, the stepdaughter. The, no, that's the actual daughter. The Jamie oldest, Lee Curtis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was, thought her, it was husband, her husband, the cheating husband at first. Yeah, and I liked, uh, like we talked about in the non-spoiler section, 
um, the, the uh, different motives that they give each one. You know, it's funny because like they start with the pink chick and you're like, oh, that totally makes sense. And then they bring up another guy and you're like, yeah, oh, that totally they makes sense gave too. every person a motive. Yeah, mm-hmm. which like made it, it really fun. Yeah, that it made was it cool, super fun. Because you, yeah. you had no idea who it was. Yeah, and the detective, the lieutenant, uh, the black guy kept being like, that's weak sauce, that's weak sauce. And like it was, but they were all motives that were like just good enough to be like, that could be a motive to kill someone. But okay. no one's motive stood out more than someone else's, really. Because everyone had pretty much the same thing to gain. Yeah, and it was a challenging one, too, because he actually did slit his own throat. Like, the fact that they were able to solve it and, you know, look past the fact that it read as a suicide. What's crazy is he knew the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, and I love, you know, She's the like, very how end did of the movie. you know? And he's all, your shoe. Yeah, and she had a blood stain on her shoe. The blood on her shoe. Yep. Which in earlier that like zooms in on that and plays some shrill music, you know, really fast. Mm-hmm. It yeah, just kind of out like, of nowhere. Your you're mind, like, oh, that's going like... to come up. It ended up being relevant, but in like a way you would never, never have thought. So, first way to make this movie, I don't know, a hundred times better than it was. <laughs> Dicks. For when each person is discussing their different point of views, they actually have it so that like each point of view is kind of all over the place. So that when you're watching it, like from their point of view, maybe this person hates them and this person, like they didn't really get into how um, they really relate to one another. Like it would be great. Like if the wife, for instance, knew that the, or had a suspicion that the husband was cheating, but she didn't really know. And maybe her backstory is her trying to figure that out. And then the husband's like doing his scandalous stuff. I just wish it went more into detail into each uh, person. And they didn't have time for that in this movie because it was already long. Um, But I feel like if the point of views were more in depth and uh, had more background, it would have made the story a lot better. Um, because you would have actually start caring for each one uh, yeah, of the characters more. Because it seemed like almost everyone was oblivious of how everyone else was twisted. Right. Yeah. They like, didn't. They know, were right. All, like they didn't know the like, guy you know, was like, cheating. Waiting for the world to be read, and they're like, "Oh wait, what?" Well, they just right. didn't know. The only one they thought was Chris Evans. You know, now it was like they all hated Chris Evans, and the rest of them thought right. they were all on the same side, but they all hated each other. The one scene that I liked was uh, like when they first started doing the interviews and they were and it like showed kind of like what you're saying, Nick, like it showed like a little bit of a different point of view where it was like uh, they're putting down the cake and it was the daughter and her husband like they're there smiling, putting down the cake to the dad and like they're all cheery. And then like the youngest son comes in and it's like him putting down the cake with his son and they're like they're putting down the cake for him for his birthday. Like that's what they remember. Like you remember that part? Yeah, no, I I, I do. I wanted like, that's what I'm saying is I wanted like more of that. Like, I wish we could see like their entire night from beginning to end. Yeah, just like how they all like and maybe that's the whole movie is it's literally like six different acts and each one of them are like the individual. What did that person do during that time period while they're going through and explaining? Because that was pretty much the majority of it anyway, was them kind of explaining their night. So if they went into a different stuff. Right, if it was just an actual, like, how they started their day, like, how they went through the whole process, how they got there, and then they left, you know, like, that would be really, would have been a really cool way to show show the story as well. Yeah, because this movie, like, started at, like, 125%, and then by the time they reach the climax, it's like you're at, like, 75 Definitely didn't feel like climaxy, like you're referring to. Right. right. It's like kind of like, all right. It was like you go up a huge roller coaster and then you only go down like half the hill. 
You're right. You're like, yeah. okay, you know the chick isn't lying because you know that she, if she was lying, you'd know that she would have thrown up when they asked, like, you know, how did you see him kill himself or something like that, right? right? Like, she got away with that. So you knew right then and there, which was probably, like, f- maybe an hour into the movie, um, you knew right then and there that he, he killed himself, that that was a legit thing because she had no symptoms. And that it continues to prove itself as you continue to watch the movie and she throws up every single time she uh, lied. And I thought, like, the way, like, they use that whole twist of, like, you know, her not killing him, thinking she did. Mm-hmm. All that stuff was done well. It was everything else with the rest of the family didn't really have a lot of context to the story. Right. And so, like, yeah. like when that stuff happens, you don't give a shit about, you know, like, Michael or Don or Tony, you know, like, any of the other characters, like. Because everything is like really like based upon the core group that you already are thinking about. And so like everything really comes down to like the main people already involved in the story and it ends with that. And so a lot of the like the other ones they're there, you know, for the will and then they get screwed out of the will, so they're not there. And then they're at the at the end, you know, after every everything happens. But they don't really ha- have like any involvement in like what really goes down. Right, and you knew that, but or at least this is when I really kind of put things together. Was right when she got in that motherfucker's car, when her car wouldn't start. I was like, he did it. He was somehow involved mm-hmm. in a way because he's clearly here trying to trying to kill her. Like it was so obvious to me right then and there that like he he knew it right when he took her to the diner. That's when I had in my mind that he's somehow also involved. That right. that was the moment. Yeah, I love um, the setup though. We just ate an entire plate of beans and meat. <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. So, like, I think Chris Evans was the best actor out of this whole thing. I I love this character. I don't know if I have, like, a favorite. definitely whoever played the the alt-right kid. Oh, he was funny. I don't think (laughs) I had a favorite. I thought, all in all, it was just Snowflake. Yeah, liberal Snowflake. (laughs) (laughs) Joylessly masturbating. Oh, no, I, like, when Chris Evans showed up, he, like, he brought like this like joy and kind of like almost like comic relief to the movie. My favorite character was the grandma. Shout out. My grandma was great. Ransom? Is that you again? Is that you again? Okay. Question. Question. Can I get a drum roll? Thank you. Okay. Question of the fucking night. Why the fuck did that guy kill himself? He knew. I think he knew because. So here's the deal. She gives him those drugs, morphine, and I don't know if anyone's ever had morphine, but um, I, have. I haven't. But I, I must say that uh, if you ten minutes in, you'd be starting to feel kind of side effects way right, before right, ten minutes Tom? in. If it was injected, hundred thirty thirty seconds, and also right. So here's here's what I'm saying: is he'd be feeling side effects right off the fucking bat. So what I'm saying is with him saying with her saying like, oh, it takes like 10 minutes. And, you know, and he was like, oh, 15 minutes, like someone totally planned this. My thoughts were two things. One, um, he he knew he was going to get killed by some family member after he told them all that he was going to cut out of his will. So he decides to kill himself. That's that's my first thought. Two, he just didn't want to fucking live in any, anymore because he hated everyone. And he wrote all of his books and he just fucking hated his whole family. Or three, he's just a fucking dumbass and didn't take into consideration, why don't I just wait 10 minutes uh, before I slip my throat and I'd probably be good. 
<laughs> like that's so that's where I'm at. Like I, they were, she was God talking to him it. like eight minutes in, I and like you. that whole part made me so mad because that's immediately where my mind went. Was like, why did he kill himself? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. On top of that, too, he he like chose he to do it like die. with her watching. He's, yeah, he's thinking of this like elaborate plan, and I was like, dude, if you had a hundred milligrams of morphine in you, you wouldn't be able to know that your favorite color would be no pants. Like you'd be so <laughs> fucked up, right? Like you would right. not be like, I'm gonna make this. You'd immediately plan. be fucked up too. Right, yeah, goes into that good old bloodstream. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's that's. Imagine thinking that, like, right when he's thinking of his elaborate plan and sitting there mulling that over while the rest of the movie's going on, only to find out that the way it ends is exactly how you, you know, obviously thought. But also, why the fuck would you kill himself? That dude could have just cut everyone out of the will. Fucking gone to the Bahamas, gone by a different name. He had like what, sixteen million plus that house, so that's like twenty 60 mil. Sixty million. So, okay, sixty. Regardless, what? Like, it made no sense to me. He cut everyone out and then just killed himself. I think it. Ultimately, my my the way I ended and the way I coped was he's a horror story writer or whatever, like a thriller writer, and he wanted to go out just like the way his books. And they yeah, they kind of alluded very... to that a couple times. He wanted to be a, a book. Basically. But how dumb. Also, you would never get that concentration concentration of morphine in that vial. You would never get 100 milligrams. Uh, usually each vial that you give at the absolute most is going to be two, mil, uh, 2 milligrams in a milliliter. And even if you had a giant fucking one like the one we had for my grandpa, um, <laughs> if I had given him the full dose, it would have been only 20 milligrams of morphine. So you cannot physically, in that syringe that she had, which is probably like lost like five cc's you could actually not physically fit 100 milligrams of morphine into that that's where to me i was like that would never fucking happen yeah literally unwatchable so huge huge uh uh plot hole so what do you think of this theory the old man when they're playing that whatever game they were playing when he knocks the chessboard or whatever again chessboard whatever it is uh you said goat right go go Go. Okay, so when he knocked that Go board off of the table, what are your thoughts on him knowing the entire time that his son switched the vials and he was going to give that lady an opportunity to shoot him shoot him up with the right stuff? Like, he figured out, like, I'm either going to die from a morphine overdose right now or I'm going to slit my throat. Like, that's how far ahead he would have had to been thinking when he was at that moment when he knocked that over. Like, he knew that those vials were mixed up, was my, my thought. I think... You're, I don't, I don't think believe he that. knew I think either he just, way. I think the way that the movie told it is the way that it went I think the, He thought that he was yeah. going to die, so he just did it anyways to make it look like a murder so that she wouldn't get arrested for malpractice or whatever. But he did that before he inje- before she injected him, didn't he? He he did. That's the whole reason why she missed yeah, the... because she got the vial wrong in the first place. He played the game with him first. Right. He played the game. I don't think he did it on purpose. Be as good as Marta. But he was always... the One of the... the things that you find out through the movie is how he's always kind of like one step ahead of everyone yeah so like how what's not to say that he was one a, st- a step ahead right then and there and knew like because he had to have known like he changed his will like he had to have known that one of them was going to try to kill him i guess anything's possible man could be do we want to move on yeah let's do knives, it. knives out okay. move to the top top three weapons repeat your scores again uh seven for me Nick seven five Cody eight point zero repeating of course Thomas and seven Brad all right top three weapons 
Yeah, so it was tough for us to figure out, everyone, what we would do for a top this week, considering the movie. We like to keep them together. Um, And we thought, like, I thought, like, murder mystery, like, top three murder mystery movies, but odds are there's probably less than 12 of those in the world, so we'd have a lot of the same. Um, So we figured to go with uh, weapons and see how it went. Uh, But these are realistic weapons or any weapon within, like, a game or anything that you've ever seen to make it more fun. Yeah, none of mine are realistic. Some of my honorable mentions are realistic weapons, but... Yeah, I think it's uh, about to get real fucking Asian in here with Thomas, some of these weapons. do you have any honorable mentions? Small? Uh, I have one honorable mention, and that is the Hammer of Dawn from Gears of War. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Badass weapon. Do you have any honorable Badass. mentions, Cody? I have a couple. Um, the Energy Sword from Halo. Fuck. Um, P90. Which is what I've been using in Call of Duty a lot, and it's always been one of my favorite weapons in uh, shoot 'em up games. Um, Nobody cares. And Hades Bident. Oh, that's just randomly. That's just a weird thing to throw in there at the end. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Do you have any honorable um, mention, Snake? The only honorable mention I have is the Lancer from uh, Gears of War. Gears. Um, hmm. The fact that you can have a chainsaw on top of a uh, fully automatic rifle uh, gets me to, like, a quarter chub every time. It's almost more iconic than the game itself. Yeah, that that is, like, they, they could have called the whole series Lancer, and, and we, we would get the reference. Very true. Uh, yeah, shout-out Retro Lancer. Eh, Retro Lancer fucking sucks. Uh, Brad, sup? Sup? What's up with your uh, honorable mentions? Uh, my honorable mention, Cody stole. Because hmm. he read my list. But hmm. yeah, it's the energy sword from Halo. I hacked your list. Okay, so um, Tom, hmm. you've been randomly selected to go first. So what's your uh, what's your top three gun number three? Or weapon, excuse me. Uh, number one would be the, just the Glock 9 mil. So like the Glock 17, the one I have, or Glock 19. I just love Glock pistols, and I think they're freaking awesome. Uh, it's also the only pistol that doesn't have a safety on it, which is amazing. Glocks are sexy. I'm a big Glock guy. If there's a pistol I want, it's a Glock. Yeah, first pistol I bought, and... You know, they're not the best with aiming and everything, but it's just universally known that if you pull the trigger on a Glock, the gun's going to fire. Shout out, America. Even though it's not an American gun. But yes. Well, it's no, just America because you can have guns in America. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I love, I love that gun. It's freaking awesome. And now that I live in Nevada, I can have a 33-round clip for it. That's like having a third penis. Mm-hmm. So my number three. Can I go? Second? Is oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Cody, idiot. Sorry. No. Fuck me, right? I'll go. Go ahead, you. Brad. You go, Cody. You're fine. Sorry. Um, my number second is a Wait. hunter's trick weapon. <laughs> it is the blade of what mercy. number is this for you, Stop. Cody? Wait, <laughs> your number second. <laughs> Holy shit! I can still go. <laughs> <laughs> you want Brad to go, and you can you can get a re- retry on, on what you just said, Cody. Okay, go ahead. 
Alright, so my number three is the fucking 12 gauge shotgun. I don't Sawed care. Sawed off or it normal? Doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want to it. But you're living in a zombie you're talking apocalypse. Talking dirty to me now. <laughs> oh, I hate you're funny. Um, yeah, zombie apocalypse, freaking duck hunting, survival, it doesn't matter. Like, 12 gauge shotgun is like a key component staple to what you want for survival whether it's in this world or it's it's the ultimate zombie killing gun you know you're most likely you roll up on a place and find ammo if they have shotgun ammo it's going to be a 12 gauge shotgun bang bang doesn't don't cannons fit into that category (laughs) kind of like a bang bang you can put anything into a cannon and shoot it that's what I would want for a zombie apocalypse. It's probably more just like a bang. A single just walk, bang. walk around with my fucking cannon. Like someone's like, I got a gun. I'm like, cool, dude. I got a cannon from a Pirates of the Caribbean ship. You really want to go right now? Like, I could see myself doing a, uh, like, what? what is that when it's like, draw? What is, is it like a shoot off? What are those called? A standoff? Mexican standoff. So a standoff, except I have a cannon and the other person has whatever gun they want. And we get to shoot at the exact same time. I'm pretty sure a cannon would win most of the time. So you like to bang stuff? All right. Sorry, Cody, before we so rudely interrupted you, what is your uh, uh, number three for weapons? The Blade of Mercy from Bloodborne. It is a hunter trick weapon. Jesus it has two Christ. modes of use. <laughs> oh, yeah, Cody. God. I love you. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I agree. Blades of Mercy is really cool. Like two blades for one. Eileen, the uh, the crow, uses them. She's the hunter <laughs> of hunters. If you kill her early in the game, you can uh, get them early on. They're really fucking good. My favorite weapon. Right Tony's gonna go with the Kingdom Hearts blade, the Keyblade, as his number one. I told you it's about to get real Asian in here. I guarantee there's gonna be a ton of Asian video game <laughs> references from Cody and Nick, myself. What's your number three. Okay, so number three, uh, referring back to the it's so hot, it's so Asian in here right now. Um, mm-hmm. My number three is a uh, Kusari Gama, uh, oof, featured oof, oof, oof. in many games, but also uh, probably the best zombie-killing weapon you can have because it doesn't require bullets. Um, you've got a ball on one side, you've got a fucking knife on the other side, and you just chop people up all day with it. Mm-hmm. Ninja assassin, uh, so th- anyone? Yeah, uh, if you've never seen a Kusiari Gama in work, uh, definitely recommend the movie. Uh, what's the movie called? So I typed Ninja in Ninja Assassin. Kusari Gama on mm-hmm. my computer, and it says, are you sure you want to enter? So you must have spelled it wrong. <laughs> so K-U-Sari Gama, A-R-I-G-A-M-A. It's Which weapon? It's like it's the, it's like the main weapon they use in it. The main weapon, like the the hero, I guess uses. The one that's like the blade attached to the super long chain. Yep. Right, and then on the other side is actually like a really heavy, like weighted ball. So if you wanted to, you can like bash someone's head with it. It's finesse uh, all day. So that's my number three. Yeah, it's badass. Um, oh, that's actually go, pretty cool. Go ahead, Tom. Brad, what's your what's your Tom number two? two? No, Brad already went. Yeah. Oh, uh, number two for me. Uh, is the we'll see if you guys can catch on to my theme all my guns are uh guns that you can technically own right now um, <laughs> is uh the benelli m4 semi-automatic shotgun yeah which you own don't you 
I own the Benelli uh, Supernova, which is a pump semi-automatic shotgun, but mm. the M4 holds eight rounds. It's a pistol grip stock uh, semi-auto shotgun, and it's can freaking blow shit away. Yeah, it's dope. Um, yeah, I've got quite the stockpile of guns now. <laughs> yeah, nice. Now you just need the ammo. The ammo is the expensive part. I got plenty of ammo. Nice. Yeah, I've got uh, probably... Yeah, there, there, there is also a really cool uh, revolver you can buy in Nevada. It fires shotgun bullets. 410 gauge. It's, it's Brad, what's your number two? Are we on to me? I think so. I think did you so. have anything else to add besides the Bellinelli, uh, no. Tom? No. Cool. Uh, my number two is the AR-15. Yeah, that's a good choice. That was that like was almost going to be an honorable mention. Thomas, I'm going in the more like realistic shit can have in this life. Uh, I don't know if you've ever liked shotguns and then shot an AR-15. You know why they're like so popular. Shooting guns, like you realize how hard it is to shoot guns and like accuracy, and then you shoot an AR-15, and it literally feels like you're shooting in a video game, and it almost—it seems fake. It seems like you're shooting a 22 that just travels for days and has way more power. Yeah. Also, and, AK. Sorry, not kind. Go no, ahead. No, go ahead, Tom. I was just gonna say AR-15s, um, because I built I built mine. Uh, they're literally uh, Legos for adults. You can. All you have to do is buy the lower, which is considered actually just where the trigger is and the firing pin is, but everything else you can totally customize. And like I said, Legos for adults. Like I have a free floating barrel and I can do so many attachments with that and add and take stuff away. And um, the other cool thing about that gun too is it's it fires two rounds, technically the NATO round, the um, 5.56, and then it also fires two two three, So you can get two different types of bullets for it. Yeah. And it's just not to like glorify it because I know it's like a weapon that has been used for bad things, but it honestly, oh, it's great for like, mass shootings. Yeah, did you about that guy in Vegas on like fifty four in in one? Oh, okay, I mean they say <laughs> spray and Jesus pray. Christ, dude. <laughs> yeah, out of all the guns I own, if I could only have one, I would keep I would my AR fifteen. Yeah, I would say I would buy an AR fifteen if I had to choose one. Not uh, Cody. My number two is a power-up that you get <laughs> from a white and red flower. It's the fire flower. Shoot fireballs, Mario. Um, one oh, of the cool. first games that I played was the Mario games, and video games are one of my favorite things. So um, I'd say that's pretty iconic for me. So, so just I like being think able to put a different even, hat on? I didn't think anyone was going to even think of that. Just like what? You just put a different hat on. Doesn't he just put a different hat on and he can shoot the fireballs? Or is that well, later? You, you, you like absorb the fire flower and your suit turns white Got and it. red. Cody, yeah, for my top 10, fireballs. I had the red shell. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Blue shells from Mario Kart. <laughs> Honorable mention. Oof. Yeah, or just the star from Mario Kart. Deadly. Absolutely oh, deadly. So um, cool. So my number two... Okay, I'm going to go, I'm branching out, I'm branching into the video game space. However, I'm choosing possibly the most destructive gun, video game gun of all time. Cody, do you know what that is? The BFG from Doom? 
Not even well, close. Well, is this, What's is this on, online on like multiplayer? Just uh, is the game multiplayer? No, it is not. That should give you a huge hint. Hmm. So, hmm. Okay, I'm gonna give it away. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's the experimental Merv from Fallout Three. Mm. Nice. Essentially, it's the most destructive gun. It definitely fits the mold of uh, probably best gun ever. You shoot Tom if you don't know um, six nuclear bombs from it at a time, um, mini and nukes. it's mini nukes. But it's it's absolutely incredibly destructive. So you're saying like Hiroshima would not like that gun? Very good for uh, getting rid correct. of super mutants. Very good at destroying an entire uh, supermarket in one blow um, multiple times if you wanted to do that off of Tenpenny Tower. What's it, what's it called again? The Experimental Merv. M-I-R-V. M-I-R-V. You have to like go on some crazy-ass mission to find it, and there's a bunch of like big, scary guys out there. Uh, and you have to have like the codes and... Uh, that you have was, to get from like two opposite ends of the map. I almost shouted out Lincoln's repeater as one of my honorable mentions. Ooh. Or what's the shotgun? The oh, bad one or something? The yeah. mad one or something like that. Anyways, that was legit. That's like what you use mainly. Uh, but yeah, so that's my number two. That's like that's the only video game weapon I have on here. That's beast. I have a nice assortment. I have a uh, weapon that you totally can get, which is the Kusarigama, a weapon that you're never going to get in the Experimental Merv, and a weapon that, uh, well, I guess we'll get to that in a moment. That is incredible. It's the greatest weapon of all time. Um, So go ahead, Tom. (laughs) Um, Okay, so for me, my honorable mention number one was, I don't know if you guys could like tell the theme I was going for, but... In John Wick 2, like, those are the three guns I own, the ones that he goes and buys. He gets the Glock, he gets the Benelli, and he gets the AR-15. Those are three realistic guns, guns that I own, and they do a little bit of everything you need for your real close quarters, for your freaking just fucking shoot and fuck them up, and then your AR-15. All really cool for tactical shooting, and I really like that, and I thought, like, that scene in John Wick 2 solidified that that's, like, one of my favorite movies ever. and That's when he's at the rave go... in Italy. Mm-hmm. And just like <laughs> those three guns just are like everything you would fucking need ever to be in like a war or a fight or anything. They cover all your bases and I I just freaking love them. And the AR-15, like I was telling Brad earlier, like is so awesome for customizing and you can make it so different and you can make it a sniper rifle. You can make it a close quarters gun. It just depends on how. So yeah. it's really a kind of a gun that it doesn't fit one category. You can do so many different things with it, and I love it. But I did go with my number one is uh, actually the AK-47 because that gun has killed more than uh, any other weapon in the world and any nuclear bomb in the world. And right now there's, like, I still think 75 to 100 million uh, that are that are in... What's the word I'm looking for? That are still being used in the world. Circulation. Yeah, it's and it's it just does not it does not freaking break. It fires a seven six two round. Um, yeah, it says right here, uh, seventy five hundred million AK forty sevens, which means one for every sixty people on Earth, basically. And it that gun has just, it's kind of become a symbol for terrorists. Obviously, like people like you know you play uh, Counter Strike and the terrorists have that gun and the 
counter-terrorists have the M4. You know, like the America versus the world, I guess, or terrorists, whatever. But that gun has just, it, you know, it's made its It stood the test of time. Yeah, it's made yeah. its mark on the world, and it's it's not going anywhere anytime soon. And easiest gun to fire, everything, good freaking good freaking gun. But I would never be able to own one here. All right, Bradley Schmadley, your <laughs> number one. Yeah, uh, my number one's the fucking forty cal handgun. Um, I guess Nick. if you had to, I'm so disappointed. I, I'm disappointed in the Hurtans in general. Uh, I don't know what fucking planet you're from, but you have any choice Earth. in the world, and you guys both chose three fucking weapons you can actually obtain. Like, That's you can go point. out and drive those tomorrow. Yeah, well, I mean, the ones that I chose like, aren't out would, of Wouldn't you get mad at, at Daryl if you're like, hey, Daryl, what are the three weapons you would like? And if he didn't choose a crossbow, you'd be like, motherfucker. God damn it! I'm passionate about guns. Like I own, I own the guns that I was, was talking about. I'm just disappointed that there is there is yeah, no I don't, imagination. I don't, I don't care about imag- imagination guns or you know uh, imaginary guns. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't, I don't it may have been too broad of a topic. We may need to uh, yeah. revisit. I mean, this at a for later my date. honorable mention, I had energy sword. No, when you said when you said weapons, I thought guns. And I was like, those are my yeah, favorite. and I went and to I like, like what guns favorite. do I want when hey. it's a fan? I immediately I under- thought of video I, games. I, under- <laughs> so I understood, I so but much. but check this out. You can you can get those weapons at a local Kmart. When you can complete a mass shooting with an experimental Merv, then let me know. Uh, it would only take once. Let, let's just be clear on that. Like, holy shit! If one of those went off in a city, oh my god, you would you would like if that went off in New York, that would. Cody, over under experimental Merv damage or the octopus from uh, Watchmen. Go ahead. Oh yeah, definitely the octopus. That's definitely a close. That's definitely a close one. It could kill the octopus. It, dude, it probably could. Nick, but the, Nick, I don't know. The octopus here, does some damage. Do. We'll have a shootout. You bring your experimental Merv. And you, you wouldn't want that. Bring any of my three guns, and we'll see. You. Then literally, I already pointed out. I already pointed out how a cannon would be beat your silly, silly little guns at this game. If I pulled a cannon and and you shot one of your cool little guns, my cannonball would like absorb your bullet, and then you would just eat that whole cannonball. So, sounding like a losing uh, situation here, Tom. Can we finish our list? Okay, oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. I, uh, before I uh, do my. I, mean, I still have mine. Oh, you never oh, wait. Went, you had yours. I thought you said it was the 40, 40 cal pistol. Yeah, and then you. Oh wait, we're, we're still talking about that. <laughs> nothing to say about it. It's cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, growing up, like my dad was a police officer. He had a forty cal, the first handgun I learned how to shoot, and I literally learned how to shoot it as a kid without my dad holding it. It would the just the kickback on it would freaking push me back. Yeah, so you're pretty scrawny. Yeah, I was scrawny when I was seven so years Nick old. So Nick could fire it, no problem. Yeah. Wait a minute, my scrawny or my fat? You guys got to figure this out. I mean, you're both. That's why we're worried. Scrawny fat. Maybe Nick needs to go fund me. Maybe I'm just pregnant. You look like you're a meth addict, but you get the munchies when you're high on meth. When you say cow, it kind of reminds me of how Cartman says Kyle. He's like, ka. Poor ka. My uh, number one. I'm going to get to after this next honorable mention, which is the Infinity Gauntlet with all six Infinity Stones. My number one is 
the weapon of the uh, Keyblade Master. Is it, really? uh, it is. It is the Keyblade from Kingdom I love Hearts. It. I fucking love it, dude. Fuck you, Thomas. Oh, it's getting so Asian in here. Good job. Eat shit and die. I love it. I just love the Kingdom Hearts games, and it's just such like an iconic, and it's kind of like has a Disney feel to it. And God, I know you so well. I just love that fucking weapon, dude. It's pretty cool. The Keyblade, yeah, it's so cool, dude. It's got such a cool look, and there's in the game you get all kinds of different variants to it for the worlds that you visit that are Disney worlds. So you get like a Nightmare Before Christmas version, an Aladdin version. You know what I mean? And they're all you, different stats. And when Ninja dressed up as him for Halloween. Yeah, honestly, I saw that. He was a on little jealous. I'm sure oh, yeah. he was a little. He was like, I wish I had enough money to do that. I guarantee that's what was going on in the Cody's mind. He saw this motherfucker. <laughs> Stole my idea. <laughs> If I was a millionaire, that's exactly what I would do. That's Cody would dress up as Terminator. He would literally just like buy himself his body. He would just turn himself into a T eight hundred. I'd dress Sounds up like as more of a Cody thing. Abridolf Winkler. <laughs> <laughs> He's so conflicted. <laughs> that's why I need to watch fucking Rick and Morty Red. Yes, you do. Um, since apparently Nick knows. Only the best guns. What's what's your number one, Nick? Sorry. Nick, what's your number one? My okay, so my number one it it's the weapon that started all weapons. Um essentially God. I don't I don't even think there was a weapon before it. Uh well not nothing that was worth value anyways. Uh and that's Fire. Excalibur, uh King Arthur's weapon. Um Excalibur is the greatest sword. Um brought down kingdoms. Um, brought down a lot of mythical dragons as well. Um, huge Excalibur fan. Can't wait to find it. You think you'd be able to pull it, pull it out of the... Uh... So we're not okay with the 40 cal, but we're totally cool with Excalibur, right? Just want to make sure we're on the same page. You tell me, in a, in a 1v1 matchup, Excalibur versus a 40 cal pistol, you telling me that the pistol wins? Bring a knife to a you think King Arthur's scared of a 40 cal? Yeah, do you think Excalibur's scared of a forty cal, a mythical magic my number, sword? My number, my number one is a Nerf gun. You think you could kill a dragon with a forty cal? You fucking definitely Chomo? can't kill. I don't even think that's gonna go through the dragon scales. Yeah, <laughs> fucking idiots, dude. I forgot dragons don't fucking exist. My bad. Oh really? Have you seen dinosaurs? You're gonna tell me dragons don't exist? That's a topic for another time. Explain Maybe birds, the then, Thomas. Yeah, explain Tom. birds. Explain alligators, Tom. Definitely dragon form. Go ahead. You're telling me there's never been a bird slash alligator slash fire breathing something before? Uh, where? Where did I find it? Uh, you can I, read anything I, I, about I, Excalibur. Well, the, the this weapon doesn't do much, but have you seen the doors it can open? <laughs> Nick. Yes. Is it time for your number one? That's my number one. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. I'm just laughing because Brad's laughing. Brad can't contain himself. Captain America Shield. No. Pretty good. It's not real. Those little two shrink things. What's your number one? God, you guys are fucking hysterical. (laughs) Whatever gun was used to kill XXX Temptation. Xanax, that's my favorite weapon. (laughs) That's a drug. (laughs) Opioids, is that good? Technically, right now, the deadliest weapon in America is diabetes. (laughs) Diabetes? Holy shit. Uh, they gotta run more of those uh, commercials then. 
Yeah, I'm Wilford Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that wraps things up, huh? <laughs> oh, it's wrapped. Oh, it's wrapped up. I'm gonna uh, get off this podcast and go touch my actual real gun. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go touch my actual real Excalibur. So you tell me how your gun feels. I'm like the power of fucking gods coming through me. Sounds good. <laughs> it ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else we want to hit before we wrap it up? Just um, Thomas in the face with the Excalibur. That's about it. It's decided. What are we doing next week? Jumanji. Jumanji two. Jumanji. The next level. Oh. All right, guys. We're movie stalkers. Catch us next week. We'll be doing Jumanji 2. The next level. The next level. From Movie Stalkers, I'm Brad, Tom, Cody, Nick. We'll see you next week. Until then, peace. Peace. Bye. Later, nerds.